Welcome to the Carrots and Cake Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Hopper, an FDN practitioner, author, mom, and IBD advocate. Tune in each week for real-life advice and strategies for becoming your happiest and healthiest self, all while thriving in the gray area. Trust me when I say, you can have your carrots and cake too. So if you're a woman in perimenopause and you are struggling with belly fat, like where the heck did it come from? This video is for you because I'm gonna give you some tips and tricks and hacks and information for why you have gained belly fat and what to do about it. Hello, I am Tina Hoppert. I'm the woman behind the Carrots and Cake brand. I'm an FDN practitioner, a certified nutrition coach, and I love helping women get to their body composition goals. So today I'm gonna talk about what happens with this belly fat. Why is it coming out of nowhere and what is going on? So basically the cliff notes are, as we age, our hormones start to slow down and estrogen is really the key player here. I mean, all the hormones are, but Estrogen, as far as what happens, it's starting to slow down and estrogen is important for fat burning and things like that. And then also the fat distribution on your body. So when you're in your twenties, when you're younger, if you're going to gain weight, a lot of times you'll see it in your hips and butt area. But once you get to 35, 40, 45, 50, that fat distribution really changes and it ends up in your belly area. And then also during this phase of life, our bodies become less resilient to stress. And when it comes to stress, cortisol, blood sugar, they kind of go hand in hand. And a lot of times when women are in this phase of life, they are under chronic stress. They just have this like low grade stress every single day because they're trying to do all the things. They are working full time. They're taking care of kids. They're taking care of aging parents, trying to do the meal prep and exercise and all of that. And basically it can really affect our stress levels and our blood sugar. And when our blood sugar is out of whack, a lot of times you do see that weight gain in the belly area. And it could be because of some sort of insulin resistance. Maybe you're heading into pre-diabetes, diabetes, but it's really, really important for women to pay attention to what's going on in their body, especially when it comes to that blood sugar. Okay. So let's talk about the blood sugar real quick, because I do think this is really important for women and perimenopause, especially when it comes to that belly fat. So one of the big mistakes that I see when women are trying to lose weight, especially in this perimenopause phase of life is that they are just doing tons and tons of cardio. Like they think they need to sweat. They think they have to do an hour long workout and you know, they're crushing Peloton rides and doing orange theory and just essentially jacking up their blood sugar. Because when you work out, your cortisol is going to raise, your blood sugar is going to raise. And when you have this like chronic elevated cortisol and glucose, it's going to mess up your blood sugar. It's going to lead to cravings. It's going to lead to low blood sugar. It's going to lead to you waking up in the middle of the night because your blood sugar is out of whack. And honestly, when you have that blood sugar dysregulation, it just makes weight loss and fat loss so much harder. So my advice would be to cut back on the cardio and really focus on the strength training, which leads me to the next thing that I wanna talk about is really prioritizing strength training, like doing three to four workouts of just strength training where you are lifting heavy for you weights. There's some sort of progressive overload where you are trying to get stronger from week to week, month to month, because the great thing about muscle, yes, it makes you look very different. It makes you look tone and lean and strong 
strong and fit and all the things that we want. But muscle is almost like a sinkhole for blood sugar and glucose because your muscles need that glucose to work, to give you energy for exercise and things like that. So the more muscle you have on your body, the better blood sugar you are going to have as far as that balance goes. So anyone who is dealing with blood sugar issues or they are doing tons of cardio, yeah, you might have belly fat. So just putting the pieces together for you and encouraging you to do something a little bit different when it comes to exercise. The next tip I'm going to give you is really focusing on the type of foods that you are eating. So making sure you're getting enough protein. I think most of us are underfueled when it comes to protein. And if you just think about how we eat here in the United States, it's a lot of processed food. It's a lot of foods high in carbs and sugar and not so great fats. And a lot of us don't get enough protein. So if you're somebody that is dealing with belly fat, I would definitely look at your diet because all of those processed foods are not doing you any favors when it comes to your blood sugar. And really you need enough protein to build and maintain muscle. So going back to what I just said about how important muscle is for your blood sugar balance, it is really, really important that you are eating enough protein and then enough whole foods. Whole foods are really, really important as far as just getting the nutrients that you need, the vitamins, the minerals. And also when you're eating enough whole foods, you're probably getting enough fiber into your diet. And fiber is also a key player when it comes to blood sugar, because when you consume fiber, it slows down that digestion process. So your blood sugar doesn't spike as high as it could if you were eating a bunch of processed foods and sugar and things like that. So the next tip I have for you is really prioritizing sleep. And I can't emphasize this enough. I feel like I talk to our one-on-one clients so much and I hear all these stories about them just staying up super late, scrolling on their phones, watching Netflix. And they tell me, you know, like this is their only alone time because they're working all day. Then they're, you know, managing the house and the kids and everything like that. And it's their only alone time. So they just stay up super late doing all the things that they want to do, which I get alone time is really important. Self-care, all of that. I get it. But if you are not sleeping eight, nine hours per night, it can wreck your blood sugar. So if you are not getting enough sleep on the regular, it 100 per scent affects your blood sugar. So I don't know about you, but if I have a bad night of sleep, I wake up the next day just craving sugar and carbs and caffeine and more sugar. And of course, that's going to put you on a blood sugar roller coaster. So if you are not getting quality sleep, your blood sugar could be out of whack. Your patience could be really short. And then also sleep is really important for muscle building. It's really, really important for recovery. So if you are not prioritizing your sleep, I would make it a point, you know, set an alarm on your phone or your watch to remind you you to get going on your bedtime routine. And then of course, establishing some sort of bedtime routine that really helps you slow down and helps your body relax before you even get into bed. Because if you're somebody that's struggling to fall asleep or staying asleep, could be your nervous system just being a little bit amped up. So anything that you can do to calm your nervous system and calm your body before you fall asleep can help you get a better night's sleep. So for me, a lot of times I take a hot shower, I'll read, I have a weighted blanket on my bed to help calm my body. And honestly, like making these few small changes has changed my sleep for the better. And then of course, when I wake up, I feel well rested. I feel in control of my hunger and cravings and it has made all the difference. And finally, the last tip that I would give you as far as dealing with belly fat 
is really paying attention to your alcohol consumption. I know <laughs> this age of life, I feel like there's a lot of wine drinking and alcohol and cocktails and all of that. And this is carrots and cake world. I will never say never have a cocktail, never enjoy a fun celebration like that. But if it's a regular part of your routine, your lifestyle, it's a hundred percent jacking up your blood sugar. And you know, alcohol, it's empty calories, there's no nutrition in it. And really it's just spiking your blood sugar. And then a lot of the time you are having a serious blood sugar crash. And that's where you're getting the cravings for the late night pizza, the junk food, the processed food when you eat. And obviously that is not going to help your goals. So I would just say, just be mindful of when you are consuming alcohol. And if you are consuming alcohol, make sure you are consuming it with some sort of meal just to help with that blood sugar balance. Because consuming alcohol in an empty stomach, it will spike your blood sugar like crazy. And then you're going to have that awful dip. And that's when you have low energy, low mood, you're hangry, and then you're craving all the junk food that you probably shouldn't eat. So just to recap here, the things that I think are most important to get rid of that perimetopause belly fat are number one, stop jacking up your blood sugar with tons and tons of cardio. Number two, prioritize strength training and lift heavy for you weights. Number three, eat more protein and aim for at least 100 grams or more per day. Number four, consume more whole foods and less processed food that can also jack up your blood sugar. Number five, prioritize sleep because if you are not well rested, your blood sugar is probably going to be out of whack and that 100% can lead to that belly fat. Number six, enjoy alcohol in moderation. We all know alcohol is not great for us, but it also really disrupt your blood sugar and your hormones and prevent you from losing that belly fat. If you're somebody who needs a little extra help, I would love for you to sign up for a free resource called Six Signs of Hormonal Weight Gain and What to Do About It. So this is a freebie that I offer anyone in the Carrots and Cake community. All you have to do is add your name and email address and it will be sent right to your inbox, but it gives you the first steps as far as figuring out if the weight that you are gaining is related to your hormones and some first steps for you as far as what to do about it. So if you enjoyed this video, I would love for you to take a second to like it and subscribe so you don't miss future content.